Hey, it's Todd coming to you for the Verona Sports Review and Spirituality Library here in my apartment in Verona, Wisconsin. Slash Hall of Fame is what I call it, too. So, um, anything with the gotcha running around here is a good thing. So, what I've got to say is that I'm going to do, uh, do two readings out of Ask Bill Season. I give you. I'll give you my commentario and uh about what I uh about how I feel about that certain situation. So if these kind of, I've 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 read quite a few of the stories out or read a few of these inserts out of here. And uh I believe they might be starting to cross with each other and starting to repeat, but bear with me, please, because that is just what I'm talking about at that time and I really I never really kept track, so <laughs> I who knows. Somebody's might be getting three or read three or four times, but uh um one of the things I like about As Bill Caesar is it's a compilation of our co founder uh, Bill Wilson. And uh nineteen sixty seven is a date. And it's nineteen sixty seven is a date and I, I believe Bill Wilson passed in probably like nineteen sixty well, in 1967 or a little bit later. So, this is what uh, I just remember seeing. It might have even been 1965. But anyways, what I'm saying is that he had a uh, he had a heck of an effect on society. That's for sure. And alcohol and alcoholism. So, um. The first printing was 1967, so that's 55 years old, and I'm 54, so that book has more length than, <laughs> the book has more time than me. Um, yeah, I'm starting to look like the old book, too. <laughs> I'm going to go to 262 Individual Responsibilities, and, uh, I'm going to start out with, let us emphasize that our reluctance to fight one another or anybody else is not counted as some special virtues, which entitles us AAs to feel superior to other people. Nor does this reluctance mean that the members of AA are going to back away from their individual responsibilities as citizens. Here they should feel free to act as they see the right upon the public issues of our times. But when it comes to AA as a whole, that's quite a different matter. As a group, we do not enter into public controversy because we are sure that our society will perish if we do. All right, I'm going to start with part, there's, there's, there's two parts here, and I call them part A and part B. But I'm going to start off, and I want to go through this quick to slow it down. Let us emphasize that our reluctance to fight one another or anybody else is not counted as some special virtue which entitles us AAs to feel superior to other people.
So, what I'm going to say is that he's talking of, you know, we, we, we hold off to fight one another. We don't fight one another or anybody else. It's not counted as a special, you know, it's not counted as a special achievement of virtue. It entitles AAs to feel superior to other people. He's talking about society, I believe, and he's talking about the, uh, how we bicker with each other in society and, uh, how we have a, how we seem to have an argument with each other no matter what. You know, it could be the wind changed directions or, uh, or it takes 10 minutes to cook a pizza and and uh, 10 minutes to cook a pizza or five minutes to cook a pizza. You know, we just, we bicker and we bicker and we bicker with each other and, and say silly things. And, you know, and that's the thing about it too is like when we get into the, uh, when we're sober, we don't bicker so much. But when we're, we're drunk, we're not, you know, we're, we bicker, we look, we look to bicker with other people. Just to make us feel better, make us feel more, uh, have higher esteem, you know, and it's just, it's so silly because it's just like, you know, and I'm so grateful that we don't bicker with each other too much. It happens, believe me. I've been there before and I've been in, into some of the heated exchanges, but we don't do this continuously. Um, it's not our, it's, it's in our, we, we do the steps to get along. We do, okay, it's like this. This is really silly for saying this, but the traditions, 12 traditions and 12 steps of AA. Best way I can explain it is what I've said and what I've heard is the 12 steps keep us from committing homicide. I'm sorry, that's not right. Twelve steps keep us from committing suicide. The twelve traditions keep us from committing homicide. Or, yeah, I'm anyways. But that's the thing is, is that, you know, we have to take a look at, I have to take a look at this, and I realize that, you know, I, I cannot just sit there going up and down the street listening to people and breaking into their... And picking up an argument with them or whatever over something silly. And, uh, but we're not going to back away from individual responsibilities as citizens, like standing up for what's right and what's wrong. You know, and that's the way it needs to be. And, uh, you know, that's why we've had the big question I remember too is like in World War II, is like they were wondering how. How people in recovery were going to stand up during the war if they were going to back down or, or if they're going to stand up and fight for the country. And uh, what happened was they became better. They became really. They became a. Uh, they became a center. They became a piece of a uh, very important soldier, fighting for his common for his common for his country, common valley valor. I think it is called. And, uh, you know, that to me says a lot because, you know, it's, 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 sometimes it's just time to take a stance against each other. And it's what you, it's what you believe in 
and you believe in your country, you know, that's what God wants us to, that's why we're there. You know, we we feel that, you know, we have a, we think that we are, we think too is that, you know, we want to take a stance for what's right. And we believe what's right is what we're fighting for. And, you know, and, and uh, you know, we're not going to back away from their from their individual responsibilities as citizens, like fighting for the country, like voting, like um, can't think of the other stuff. But anyways, so what happens is that you know they we shall feel free to act as they see the right upon the public issues of our times. Here they should feel free to act as they see the right upon the public issues of our times. Public issues of our times. That's that's a lot of the stuff that goes on in the public uh, debates and uh, stuff about, you know, well, you know, the war and what's going on right now and... Uh, What's going on right now with, you know, old DT, Donald Trump, and uh, some of this other stuff that he, some of this other stuff that's going on that you, just turn the TV on, you'll know exactly what what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's all the public issues that are right there, front center. Skewed or not skewed by the public media, it is there, but... uh, you know, but it's when it says the second part, part B. But when it comes to AA as a whole, that's quite a different matter. As a group, we do not enter into public controversy because we are sure that our society will perish if we do. It, uh, but when it comes to AA as a whole, that means the whole entity of AA, we're not going to go out and we're not going to fight for um, we're not going to go vote for one particular person. We're not going to, we're not going to fight for, for a, a particular political, uh, person. Uh, we're not going to do any of that because it's so true because, you know, what happened was in the, uh, before AA, the Washingtonians, were a group that turned into a uh, that used to fight the uh, used to fight for certain war uh, certain public opinions such as the war and stuff like that and and unfortunately they they the Washingtonians came apart because it became a uh, public you know became a free for all for fighting and people just stopped falling being in that particular party, being in, being a uh, being in that particular party, I believe, so that's how it evaporated. You know, and it was it was a good it was a uh, you know it was a part of the uh, program. It was becoming part of the program. That's that's a lot of where Bill is. You know, he's carried on these. That he works with the Washingtonians and he's carried it on into this. 
And that's one of the biggest things, though, is not fighting for public opinion. And not fighting for, uh, not fighting for what's right or what's wrong. It's just, it is what it is. That's why I, we don't talk about public bullshit in the, uh, in the meetings. We talk about spirituality and how we feel. You know, we don't come out and have a, have a meeting on, what do you think of this, of this, uh, Donald Trump situation? Or what do you think of this? What do you think of the Packers this year? You know, or we don't do that stuff. We talk about spiritual matters and we talk about language of the heart and we talk about how, you know, people might talk about their jobs and stuff and how it affects them, but, you know, reality is, is that it's affecting their sobriety. That's why they talk about it. And um, if it's not affecting their sobriety, we don't want to talk about it. You know? Because reality is, is that, you know, we're powerless over people, places, and things. So we don't talk to them. We don't talk about public people or places. We don't talk about people, places, or things too much. That's for sure. Um, and that's why when you see the, uh, when you see the program, how it's come along for these many years and best things they ever did was get traditions. The program came in in 1939, and they didn't have traditions until in 1948, 19, like 49 or so. They had to get traditions because they saw the groups were falling apart. They saw the, the meetings were starting to fall apart. But thank God for what they did is that they bring, they brought the uh, they brought the meetings back together with the traditions and the. Uh, you know, I mean, it, that's just so important. History, history of the groups, history of AA is so important to being able to get a little bit of an understanding of how the, how it works. Because, you know, it says it on page how it, how it works is chapter five, which is great. It's it's just awesome how it explains how we go through for the alcoholic, how the uh, the program is going to help us and how it works. And then you have the 12 promises too at the end on page 83 and 84. And what happens with the, uh, and we're able to, we're able to learn on the page, first pages of 164 on the text of Alcoholics Anonymous, the big book text. And, uh, and how that takes, how that'll take us to a whole new uh, outlook on life. But it also gives us gives us a blueprint for life too and we're able to have that sunlight of the spirit shine on us we're able to become warrior become the people that we want to be and god wants us to be we're not uh it, it's just an amazing program there's just no if you can if you can reread some of the uh or read some of the some of the stuff on the history of alcoholics anonymous you'll be amazed and quite frankly, I've been at it for 27 years, and I can't, I cannot believe it's still running strong like it is. And hopefully it'll get, just keep getting better and better. It's just kind of, it's not an easy time right now for, uh, it's not an easy time at all for the American society, but also for AA. Fear and Faith, page 263. Of as Bill sees it. 
The achievement of freedom from fear is a lifetime undertaking, one that can never be wholly completed. When under heavy attack, acute illness, or in other conditions of serious insecurity, we should all react to this emotion, well or badly. As the case may be, only the self-deceived will claim perfected perfect freedom from fear. We finally saw that faith in some kind of God was part of our makeup. Sometimes we had to stretch. Sometimes we had to search persistently, but he was there. He was as much a fact as we were. We found that great reality deep down within us. All right, so this is a, the the first one I read, 262, is from 12 and 12, page 177. And uh, page 263, Fear and Faith, is from the Grapevine, January 1962. Well, also the big, the text of uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, page 55 out of the big book. So, Achievement of fear of freedom from fear is a lifetime undertaking. One that can never be wholly completed. So we're never gonna get freedom from fear. It's a lifetime undertaking that we're gonna be going on where we're gonna have to go on with. And it can never be wholly completed. We'll never be completed. We'll never complete the freedom from fear. It'll never happen. It's always going to continue to rear its ugly head somewhere. And as long as we know that's a little bit easier to deal with because, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it is definitely hard to escape. It, uh, it's unfortunate, but that's why a lot of us go out and drink is out of fear because we don't want to look at what's coming our way or we don't want to face what's coming tomorrow. You know, and what's the opposite of fear? It's faith. So, you know, that's one of, that's how we can escape, how we can work through fear is with faith. And it's a lot easier than drinking over it, that's for sure. So, when under heavy attack, acute illness, or in other conditions of serious insecurity, we shall all react to this emotion, well or badly. As the case may be, only the self-deceived will claim perfect freedom from fear. Yeah, we're only lying to ourselves if we think we're going to, uh, we're going to be perfect freedom from fear. There's no, it's not going to happen. And, uh, you know, it's, we're always going to be, we're always going to be under a heavy attack of acute, acute illness or other conditions of serious insecurity. We shall all react to this emotion, well or badly, as the case may be. Well, Like I said, as long as we have that understanding in our head that says, you know, it's, 
You know, we just do this program day by day. And nothing's going to be perfect. It's, we're going to make mistakes. You know, and, and we're going to, uh, we're going to be under, you know, we're, we're going to make mistakes. And we, as long as we're being honest with each, with ourselves about this whole situation. But most important too is to be honest with others about what's going on with us. We're not going to uh, be able to complain. They're not going to complain. I'm sorry, we're not going to claim perfect freedom from fear. You know, it, it's so important to have faith. That's the whole, that's the whole, uh, that's what can divide, that's what can take that fear right away from us. It's just having faith in our higher power that he's going to work it out and it's going to work out really well for us. You know, but we just have to, uh, we had to ride the rails. We had to get, get through these, uh, work our way through the fear. And the big, uh, and then, and the way we do that was with faith. Like I just said, you know, like I just said, you know, it's so important to go through the, have those acronyms, acronyms too of, uh, of fear. Face everything and recover. Or, uh, there's another one too. I don't want to say it. I think if I even just say it, people would know it. Face everything and recover, or there's a couple other ones too, but I'm not going to say which one of them is because it's really bad. But as long as we face everything and recover, that's how we work through it. You know. And that's the thing is, is that we have to face our situations and our problems. But then just have faith in God, that's all going to work out. And we're going to be, we're going to work out for the better and, and stop grinding at our, and I still grind, believe me. I've been in the program 27 years and I still grind over stuff. And my stomach still turns over things. And I still have a, uh, I still have emotions and I still have, um, but that's why I have friends in the program I can call too, like my sponsor, and I can call him and talk to him about it. When I do that, it makes life a lot easier for me. And uh, you know, they say a problem shared is a problem is a problem solved. Well, it's it's true. When you share about something and get get it off your chest, then it's able to uh, then you're able to have it. Then you're able to solve the problem usually, just by letting time go on, you know. Or, and I I really believe in in it too. And you know, it, it might even be that it might be sometimes that you know you need to share your problem with people, and uh, so they can help you get through it. And that's the only way you're going to get through it is by sharing. But the other thing too is you share your problem with people and what's going on. People can put that in their memory banks too of how you got through it. You know, for instance, it might be over a parent dying or uh, or your spouse passing away or um, or a pet or something like that. You know, but you know you always have that in the back of your mind that says. You know, Jim got through it this way, or John got through it that way, or Steve went on and got drunk, you know, whatever, you know, but 
you see how it helps certain you see how it helps people to be sober and how they got through it with the twelve steps of Alcoholics Anonymous or they went and got drunk. And you see how it worked out for them. So that's it's just you know, it's it's got its uh it's it's got its points to being a this program's got serious points about how to handle things. And how much of a how much of a lifesaver these these uh these steps are and how much of a lifesaver it helps us develop develop that uh that relationship with a higher power. Um and that too is it's just so important that if we don't develop a relationship with a higher power, then we're gonna be in trouble. But that's why it's a daily thing. We have to keep working on our we keep working on our relationship with our higher power and how to deal how to do uh how to have that relationship. We learn from others. And others learn from us. And sometimes, you know, it's by others doing wrong, or even by us doing wrong, that it can, you know, it's, it can be relapsing over certain things. When we get to that certain situation again, we face it, we get through it, we recover. Or we keep going around and around, getting drunk, coming back in, getting drunk, coming back into the meetings. We're not coming back in and dying. That's what happens. And that's what usually happens with with a lot of the situations that go on in life. Hey, just because other people aren't alcoholic, it doesn't mean they don't have the same situations, the same uh and same and same results that we have as people too. Everybody's everybody's a human being, we just have different issues. You know, and addiction's becoming stronger and stronger out there, too. So I believe there's a lot of people are trying to be... People are trying to find a solve, trying to tell themselves it's a solvent, that the solution is is in drinking or using or... No, it's, it's not. It's by recovering, it's by having a relationship with your higher power. And that's what it's all about. So we finally, and I'm going on part C here. So we finally saw that in some kind of God was a part of our makeup. Sometimes we had to search persistently, but he was there. He was as much of a fact as we were. We found the great reality deep down within us. Yeah, faith. Finally saw that faith in some kind of God was our part of our makeup. You know, it's it doesn't you know, it's a God of your understanding. And uh so that's what they say here, you know, we finally saw that faith in some kind of God was a part of our makeup. The faith is huge. And, you know, it's like I said, you know, it's, it's the thing is, is that people cringe and they can see it. And it's just like, they cringe at the word God. Okay, you know, I don't mean to be, I don't mean to sound ultra direct or nothing like that. 
way I've seen it is that we have to look at God as a it's the only it's the only thing that's going to keep us away from from being in a direct relapse or being or ending up dead. We have to have a higher power. That's all there is to it. You know, the only defense against a uh, the next rank is a, is a higher power. Is God. So you know, and sometimes people want to uh, hold back the word God. No, I don't believe in that. You know, it's it's kind of it's it's like it's like the uh, it's the solvent. You know, it's a lot easier for us to say booze and alcohol sometimes for us to say God. I mean, that's the way it just it's so uh, it's so innate in us that we don't want to hurt people and. We don't want to send them off on their merry way. Well, they're going to go off on their merry way anyways, in my estimation. If people go to meetings, you're going to hear the word God. You know, and that's just the way it is. And that's why sometimes you see people sitting way in the back at, at the, uh, well, they call them brick and mortar meetings, but whatever, face to face meetings. And uh, that's why they sit back there. You know, it's fine. You know what? It's, it's a part of a, uh, it's a process getting involved in this, involved in Alcoholics Anonymous. It's nothing to cure all or nothing like that at first. It takes time, but you know what? The reality is, is that it's our only, it's our only solution. It's our, it's our only defense is, is our higher power. So, you know, it's just sometimes we had to search persistently, but he was there. Yeah, we had to do some, we had to search persistently is right. We had to do some powerful fourth, fourth, and, fourth and fifth steps to get anywhere. Otherwise, you just go one, two, three, drink, one, two, three, drink, one, two, three, drink. But if you do search persistently through four or five, and then, uh, you know, go on six through 12, you, you find them, you find God. And it takes time. It's like I said, it's a process. But when you find it, you know you got it. And you know you don't want it to go away. You know, but but it has every, it, it will go away if you don't keep working with it, working the program. And uh, he was as much of a fact, he was as much fact as we were. We found the great reality deep down within us. You know what? Fear and faith. You know, you, you uh, extinguish fear with faith. So literally, it's like taking a fire extinguisher off the wall that has a whole lot of, uh, that has a whole lot of faith in it, and you, you extinguish, you spray the fear with the extinguisher, and you extinguish the fear, and it goes away. But as soon as you let it back, build back up again, then you're going to have that same situation going on. Um, 
So anyways, yeah, I just want to say too is that, you know, it's two good readings. And I hope you have all have gotten something out of it from me. And, uh, you know, all I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to share my experience, strength, and hope. I've been around the program for 27 years, like I said, and I've been sober for 12. And I've been able to, uh, I've been able to overcome a lot of difficulties in my life with the program, and we're working the program. So if nobody else has told you that they love you today, I do. And I say that with the power of love. Thanks.